right, all right, all right. Nobody, nobody touch the men. Nobody touch the merchandise. I need, I need uh, you back off. I need it all clear here. We got to get the guys in. We got to get them in. Hey, one, two, wh- where's the basis? Where's the basis? Hey, lady, my guy's got to get paid. My, my what? guy's got to get. This is an open mic. I mean, there's, there's no, you're not going to get paid here. There's, listen, there's listen like- here. Listen here. You don't know what it is like to be a manager. You don't know what it's like to be in this band. Okay, so why don't you? Did you just piss yourself? D- never mind the diaper, <laughs> but I'm here. L- listen, the Baby front man is dating my mama. Manager. <laughs> <laughs> Baby manager. He's only three years old. Baby manager. Do do do. Baby manager, do 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 do. God damn! If only we could get some of that baby shark money. Oh, oh god, yeah, dude! Through. I wonder how wealthy those people are. Uh, extremely. And you know, they they're the they're they're the most lot, they're the most played video on YouTube right now. Isn't mm-hmm. that fucking crazy? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It pays to exploit kids. You, you got exploit children. Do 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 exploit children. Exploit children. Hey everybody, welcome to the indie film review where no child is ever exploited yet. Pokemon. Exploits children. Do, 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 do. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think. I don't think that's right. Pokemon is a game about catching them all and 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 imprisoning animals and yeah, fighting them in your in your inner. All right, we have to get back on to the, what the show is because this is this is out of control. Yes. Okay. The indie film review. My name is Jared. That's Dan. We're going to review independent films here. This is what the show is. It's not all, any of that other stuff that just happened. That's not the show. No, that was that that's was free. Us. That was for you. That was free. <laughs> that was the free content. Now you're entering the paid content. So now please activate your on your uh, indie film review app. Uh, put in the special code of one zero zero one and press pound, and you'll be able to listen to the rest of the episode. Thank you. <laughs> Dan, what yes. movie did we watch? We watched this the episode. Get Lost Losers. Let me tell you some some crazy runarounds trying to get this movie because I don't know how it appeared on our list. And whenever we went to to the submission, it was on Film Freeway, and I couldn't find like the password they gave to us didn't work, and I couldn't find an email to email them back. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to check Tubi. It's on Tubi, guys. Go watch mm-hmm. the Get Lost Losers on Tubi. It is a mockumentary. It's it's kind of it basically, it's like Spinal Tap. This is Spinal yeah. Tap, where it's it, it follows a band and it kind of documents their 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 progression into stardom. Except they're like this really shitty band. Wow! <laughs> no, 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 no. Shots fired. No, 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 no. I no, they are not shitty, <laughs> but they are very amateur. They're very inexperienced, and uh-huh. they have one element that just isn't working but everybody else is just fantastic but that one element is what holds the band together so it's 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 their story into trying to be in the big time seven years in the making yeah yeah so you you start the story where they've been trying for a super long time and they're still playing like unpaid gigs Mm -hmm. for like chicken wings and it's it's clear that their story has not gone anywhere. I don't even. They were called the Get Lost Losers. That's where they get their name from, and their their main song is called Get Lost Loser. So I mean, <laughs> and it's like who? So there's a camera crew following them, but who hired them to 
make the documentary. And the same, the That's same, a- the same camera crew that filmed The Office. <laughs> yeah, I do get a lot of office vibes. Well, from, I mean, but the the logic behind well. that is like, who the fuck hires a camera crew to film yeah, yeah, yeah. an office? <laughs> yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Um, okay, so questions, Dan. Yes. How did you feel about the camera work in this? Because it it feels like it jumps from a static to dynamic type of camera work back and forth. Yes. And I just wanted to get your thoughts on like how you well, felt it, about as it. As soon as I found out what this film was, because I went to this completely blind. I had no idea it was going to be like a mockumentary style thing about a band. Yep, me too. Um, and as soon as I found out what it was, I'm like, oh, this is totally serviceable. So it's it, 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 like it has those moments of talking heads, but then it has those really intimate raw moments of handheld, candid. I'm not supposed to be filming this, but I am. They're telling me to turn off the camera, so I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, like yeah. It, it's it's it, it's very serviceable to that genre. So you're saying serviceable, as in you didn't really notice it? It wasn't like noteworthy to you? Is this in a bad or a good? No, it's in a good way. Like it, I'm not I'm not okay. saying that it wasn't noteworthy. I'm just saying that it was typical of your. So they hit the mark with what they were yes, doing with this genre. Yes, they hit the saying. mark. Okay. for sure. Because when I hear some, somebody call my work serviceable, uh, it doesn't oh, sound I'm, good. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> it's not serviceable. It is. You're hitting the mark. Um, hitting the mark. Guys, you did slightly above average. Camera work. All we, hey, here's, here's the, the deal. Get Lost Losers. Here's the uh, deal. Here's the deal. Yeah. Camera yeah. work and editing is not what makes this good. What makes this mm-hmm. good and it's surprising because, you know, you feel like this might be an overdone genre, mm-hmm. right? Like, the this is Spinal Tap kind of vein. Yeah. This film is, like, it doesn't overstay its welcome. It's hilarious. Like, yes. the writing is what makes this film shine. Like, Oh, my God. I, I'm not... Yeah. They didn't need creative camera work. They didn't need to go out of their way to like, you know, film in a specific way because they had what they had was gold. And I loved it because each one of the people go by their real names. One of my favorite things though that, that I found out. So the drummer, the drummer, I'm like, man, his name is his name is Christophe Zajac Denek. And I'm like, mm-hmm. this guy looks so familiar. And I couldn't fucking put my finger on it. And then I looked him up. He is the hitman from Twin Peaks The Return. What? Ike the Spike. <laughs> Isn't that fucking crazy? That's really cool. <laughs> That's amazing. That's awesome. Like I'm like, why do I know this guy? And then I'm like, oh, Neat. the duh, it's the fucking Twin Peaks. Oh, it was it was that was a really That's cool revelation. Cool. But anyway, um I never really said what this film was about aside from uh uh you did kind of spinal tap. Well, I, there's more to it. So really quick, there's a guy named Jason Serino, and he's the biggest douchebag on the planet, and he's the front man to this band. And mm-hmm. he constantly berates his amazing lead guitar player, and he is very macho, very patriarchal, very just like just a disgusting man. His bass player is a woman, so she doesn't like his attitude, but she's trying to make the his band sexism. work. And then Kristoff is the drummer who is amazing, by the way, because he's like all of the people in like, I need to say this. Everybody who is in this um, film know how to play an instrument and they know how to play it well. 
which is a little bit different than some indies we got in the past where they're just kind of mm. holding the instrument and <laughs> pretending to strum. But these guys yeah. are legit good instrumentalists. They they know how to make music, which is what sells this this film. It's so good. Yes. So, Jared, my question to you is, was there ever a time where you weren't laughing? Like, was there a joke that, like, or, like, a, a, a period of time that you were like, oh, my God, like, it got too real for you? Um, This film is very, very funny. Yes. I was laughing a lot. Me too. I really, really enjoyed the flow of how the jokes worked. And there, there's a good, like, repetitive, like, callback nature mm-hmm. to what they're doing a lot of the time. Yep. I I do think later on towards the end, it does start to wear out its welcome with certain bits because you, it it seems like maybe there's like five or six type of scenes that they go to and then they just kind of run through that gambit and then start it again. And then by the end of it, I was like, ah, okay, okay. But what was interesting is even when I was tired of the bit, I was still laughing at those scenes. Mm-hmm. Even though I'm like, okay, I kind of wish they would do something new. That's what I was going to say. That's what I, cause I wanted to run to the defense here. Cause like, I did feel the, the, the kind of lull that you're talking about, but it was still extremely uh-huh. funny. Yes. And probably the funniest indie that we've seen this yes. year that I can think of. Yes. A hundred percent. Another thing I wanted to say just to touch on, the camera work because you, you were able to dress it, but I didn't. So I liked, I thought the camera work was really good and you know, I'm not a shaky cam man, but this like mockumentary camera style of him holding mm-hmm. it and doing all that. I had no issues with it. Cinema it sick. <laughs> yes. The cinema verita. Uh, very well done. There were moments where the mockumentary person was filming, uh, characters close up and they would do these really quick cuts and i feel like it worked but it did kind of give me a little anxiety at points but that was more of a about like the upbeat nature of like mm-hmm. how silly and zany the thing like it, it made sense with the editing uh so it's more of a me problem than really the movie the editing and i thought everything else like camera work all that stuff was really really well done so jared here's uh, my question yes sure out of all the songs you heard if you uh-huh. can remember them which yep. one is your favorite that they made? I actually liked the love song at the end. I thought that one was the best one. And then I liked the song about automation taking yes, over. Yes, that's my that favorite one. one. Automation too. taking they, they never tell me the name of it, but it's fucking rad. That yeah, song yeah, that is good. so good, like, objectively. <laughs> it, yeah, it is an amazing yeah. song. And, and there, there see, are some songs that are okay and other ones, you well, know, here's, it here's, all depends here's, on your taste. Here's the deal. Like, I don't know if this is good. Do you have another question for me or should we just get right into it? Well, my question was going to be about the music and what you thought about it. Cause uh, you're, a, you do okay, a lot so of music. So you the know guitarist, I, the guitarist has this really interesting dynamic. He is an amazing guitar player, but whenever you put him, like he, he goes off on tangents about his solo work and his solo work blows. And yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's, it's really funny. The montage of him. It's wonderful. Yeah, it how much so it sucks. Bad. <laughs> and you know, if you're a musician or you have ever been in a band or anything like that, you're going to really appreciate a lot. Of yes, a hundred. Like this, this film reminded of me of being in a band, and it like it, it's so good. Um, but the guitar is like what what makes me laugh about the guitarist is he's an amazing musician, but he had. <laughs> He had to take some time to make these really stupid songs. Yeah. That you know well, it's he's, almost like he's definitely not doing. 
Yeah. It's almost like he's way, way better in a band and when yes. he's doing his solo stuff, he has just no but, idea. But he, he says that too. He's rudderless. Yeah, he talks but about But he also Ah, oh God, there's there's so much to bring in. So we'll talk a little bit more about the guitars later. Like put a pin in that. Um Well let's uh let's get into spoilers right now then. Okay. Right? Go watch this movie. It's on Tubi. Um the Get Lost Losers. The Get Lost Losers. It is well worth your time, especially if you like Spinal Tap. Yeah, this is a fun movie. Really fucking from the get go. So I was like, all right, good. from this movie's making me laugh. I'm from it. from from the beginning of this film, Jason or uh-huh. Sereno, and um, uh, what is the guitarist? Here, let me break down the characters' names okay. for you. So the cast: Serrano is the lead vocalist, and that's really his last name and first name. Like you were saying, yeah. it's like all their real names, I believe. Anthony is the guitarist. Anthony, okay. Who is like the ladies' man? Who just like every scene? That's he what has I was gonna say. Girl so that he's talking so with Jason. That was pretty great. So Serino, he constantly berates Anthony for being a skinny dude that can't please women. But every time we get be- behind the scenes of Anthony, he's with another woman. <laughs> yeah, always a different woman. He's always like confessing their his problems to them. And like, they don't okay, give a fuck. Okay, they yeah, they don't, don't give care. A fuck. They're just like. Please just keep being beautiful. It's like you're really being unsexy right now when you're when you're talking this way. Then you have uh, Colton, who is the ten year old manager, which yes. is a bit we tried to do in the yes. beginning. <laughs> Colton is great. Colton is amazing for a for a child a actor. Yeah, a chapter, if you will. Excellent. I. Cause you know I'm I'm I can get pretty tough on uh, chapters, yeah. Some of these these kid actors and them <laughs> making me sad, like just like oh no. But he wasn't cringe at all. He was really really no. Good. He was wonderful. Orly Orly is the bassist, yes, and she is super cool. And she is a DJ on the side, yes. And she's kind of like split between should I pursue that more or should I try to make this band work? I don't know. Um, and then you have Christoph on the drums, who has a really good high paying job. And his bit is that he keeps talking about all the great free food that he gets at his work. And he just starts listing all these different things. And it was so just constantly going back to like different types of food and when they're going to get chicken it sandwiches, man. Oh my God. It's really, really, really dumb. Um, and then you have Serrano's uh, girlfriend, Cody, who oh, I forget her name. Cody. Cody. Yeah. Yeah. Cody. She's uh, like this really strong willed single parent. And she's trying to, you know, do what's best for Colton and, and fucking Serrano's over here being a, a deadbeat piece of shit, getting him involved in like so being his band manager when he should be at school. We have to know, celebrate Jason for a like second. That. Jason, like this whole film revolves around Jason and his attitude. And yeah. he plays it so well because he is the biggest piece of shit. And he knows, <laughs> he knows he's the biggest piece of shit. He's just like, yeah, whatever. It's like, what the so, fuck, dude? There's an amazing... I So here, I, here's what I think is going on with this movie. It's I think it's all improv. And they I have, have kind yes, of what the I layout agree. of the scene it will be. They're like, here's what we want to do to accomplish. And, and they're playing the game, right? So yeah. it's like, okay, how do we get to the spot where everything is funny and clicking and we've... And they do it so ...completed well. what the scene is. It's amazing. They're all so good at it. It's... I, I'm I'm wondering how many takes they do to like try to get it to click. That, I am very I mean, curious about that. Yeah, wonderful. What an amazing job! And then every time they play a performance live, it is real. Mm-hmm. They are really playing and for it's, strangers it's who think really... they are a real band. 
And there are certain moments where they do some shit that is just like yeah. avant-garde and or, bizarre and amazing. Or extremely offensive. He's like, and listen, I know this is offensive. I know this is 2020, but uh, you guys might get offended, but I'm going to say it. I love pussy. <laughs> and then like everybody <laughs> in the crowd's like, oh, and it's like, what, what is going? Like, you know, you, it has to be improvised. It's insane. Uh, man. I didn't even think that was like the worst thing. I like, he's probably going to say something. Oh right no. He, like, yeah. Oh, I, I, I thought so too. <laughs> and then anyway, so, um, uh, really quick, this film is directed by Chaz Moore. I wanted to get mm-hmm. that out there. Um, very well done. Very well done. Way to go, Chaz. Do you want to talk about some scenes, maybe, that really stuck out to you? Or, so anytime um, that they're having banter in the band room, the practice room, yeah, golden. Mm-hmm. Because it's con- yeah. it, all it is is just Sereno emasculating Anthony, being <laughs> a dick to everybody else. And then they're yeah. just like, yeah, okay, okay. And then they... <laughs> They they cut to them saying, "Yeah, I deal with it. So what? <laughs> like, yeah, what else seriously. am I gonna do?" Yeah, and it's like those scenes are they're cringy but funny and fun. Like I'm enjoying all of this animosity he has. <laughs> He's such a cartoon character. That is a really. great and then that is a great word for him. Like he has so much animosity <laughs> for the world. Like yeah, that's why he's well, such he an asshole. He's owed. Yes. So much. Yes. For doing so little. <laughs> so little. Like, he's the biggest piece of shit I've ever and, seen. Yeah. And he's collected all of these people who are talented. And then he, he's, I kind of like his demeanor when he's singing and he's like really angry he, and like here's the pissed deal. off looking. Here's the Can deal. Can you imagine I, that during a real performance? I was, I yes. No, 100%. But <laughs> I was on the fence with this guy. Like, I, I thought he was shitty, but then if you really listen to the, the composite, because he's the main songwriter, and if you really listen to yeah. the composition and some of the lyrics, they're not bad songs. They're a little crass, mm-hmm. but that one song yeah. about automation, is, that blew my mind. I loved it as yeah, a song. Yeah, it was cool. But was then cool. he goes and writes a song about fucking like it's 1970, and that's yeah. hilarious, but it's a good song. Or the song he writes to specifically spite Anthony uh, and shit talk him and basically say that he's a better lover. Than yes. Him. <laughs> oh, my God. Or your whole family's trash. Yeah. So, oh okay, let's talk about the reoccurring bits. Yes. So there's one where Serrano and Anthony will wrestle fight. Wait, each other. really quick. Get into my guard, bro. Oh, God. One of the Get best. Get into my guard. Because I just before we move on from songs, one of my All favorite right. songs. So I think it's my second favorite song. As much as I love all the music, the song about his first date with Cody and how easy she was oh. was hilarious. Not because yeah, of really it, not because of the content, but because she was next to him while he was singing it, and it was really uncomfortable. And she's like, <laughs> "Fuck you! I'm going to bed." I'm like, "Oh my god! Yeah. Oh my god!" I liked it when she says, "You're such a bum." He's like. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a bum that takes your kid to school sometimes. sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, I, there's so many like smart lines like that that are just uh, chef's kiss. So um, let's go back to getting in my guard because yes, that is yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely, amazing how, how to get into it, why you should be getting into it, the frequency at which you get into it. <laughs> so they do this a lot, and sometimes I'm thinking it's I'm like okay, and then. Other times it's working. So I don't know. It really all depends on your preference of 
the rule of threes or breaking that rule well, or going beyond it. You know, just so really quick, what, what we're talking things, about is they'll beat things to death and then revive them yeah. and then beat them again. What we're talking about is Anthony, like basically Jason, like probably took maybe a month's worth of MMA fighting training. So yeah. he knows how to get people into holds. And um, he constantly berates Anthony the entire practice. And he provokes him to a point where Anthony's like, oh, I'm going to fight you. And then Jason, mm. he accepts that and he wants that to happen. And he's like, yes, let's do it. And they get into this kind of spar on the floor. And I agree. It does get it. It does overstay its welcome because, you know, the mm-hmm. whole idea of rule of threes. And it, are we going to go past that? But I think it works more because it kind of shows you more than just the comedy of it. It shows you the the depression of it. Like, it, it shows you, like, how pitiful <laughs> these people are. Yeah. Yes, they are the get lost losers. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. It kind, that kind of fits. And there is a payoff at the end where Anthony finally does win in a match. It looks like Serrano just throws it. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'll just let him pin Yeah, no, that's fine. totally what he does. It's <laughs> totally what he does. Yeah. And the fighting in quotes, it, it's on purpose. Like it looks really, really bad and they make fun of it. Cause it's like them just flopping around like little fishies. It's that's pretty charming. So I, um, I think my favorite bit was Anthony's bit. We, we already covered the fact that every time we cut to him in, in behind the scenes, he's with a different girl, but yeah. the way he describes his feelings to whoever, whatever girl he's talking to, or whichever girl he's talking to, he's he's yeah. always like fucking repeating himself. Like there was this one time yeah. where he's like, "I'm just a tiny wounded bird, you know, just a yes. bird yes. that's tiny with wounds in it." Like, did you want to touch my wounds? If I'm a wounded bird, <laughs> it's like, dude, shut the fuck and up. And it's funny. I like that, but then they repeat that same gag. I like that. I like, like the repeating. I, I like the repeating. I liked it. I see what they're doing, and it it again. It, a lot of it did make me laugh. Um, I liked it. Basically, anytime Colton was on screen and they were doing mm-hmm. his bits, he, he was so funny. They get like hot wings at one point after they do a gig. Yeah. And they're like 60 hot wings for the band to go. And meaning like, please leave quickly. Yes. And they're like, look at this manager. He's only 10. <laughs> He's like, what a great but, manager. But what's, He's only 10. what's crazy? Like, so you have that scene where it's like this. He's mm. not doing anything. They just want the band out of there. But Cody yeah. or not Cody, um, uh, Colton, he's the one that gets yeah. him into the Hollywood showcase where they get to perform. Yeah, for... yeah, yeah. It's pretty funny. He just cold calls people and gets it to work. It's yeah. hilarious. Uh, so like the big thing they're building up to is doing that. That event showcase. Yeah. Where a lot of these yeah, business Producers, industry yeah. people types are going to be there to maybe sign them to a label. Um, oh, one other thing I wanted to bring up is the football scene where they're all just playing football for a while. That that gave me like like strong The Room vibes, mm-hmm. like Tommy Wiseau. <laughs> yeah. I, it had to have been a reference. I loved it. It was so silly. Um, but yeah, Hi, Mark. Like weird shit like that. Yeah. So at one point, okay, there's, there's this really intense... Im- impressively intense moment where mm-hmm. that one moment I was talking about where uh, uh, Jason, he's like, Hey, I'm going to be offensive in 2020 and say the word pussy on stage. And yeah, his basis, who is a woman is like, you know what? Fuck you. And she leaves. I'm like, Oh yes. Fuck. This is what I wanted to talk about. <laughs> okay. too, right. 
is all of this was in front of a real audience. That's crazy. So they were doing this crazy performance of everyone walking off, and then he started screaming. That was so funny. You can hear people laughing in the background at it. So basically, the idea behind it's the scene wonderful. is is he he offends everybody to their last drop, and every person in the band walks out on him, and then he starts singing by himself. <laughs> and he like this is the best part. He's like, okay, yep. audience, I needed you to clap, and they start clapping for him, and he starts singing with yep. it, and then like twenty seconds later, he's like, you know what, you guys suck. This clapping sucks. Stop it. I'm like, yeah, yeah. This he dude, starts berating the audience. This dude it's is genius. awful. It's so good. I love it so much. Even in the beginning when they're filming at this park, it looked like a zoo or something. And they, they start like wrestling and then real security guards come up. Yeah. And like, hey, you have to leave. Yeah. <laughs> and then how, how seamless they never break character and how seamless it is. Acting. That scene is just amazing. This, it's so okay, good. Probably some of the best acting, like despite the fact that we get a lot of great acting all throughout the year. Mm hmm. Because of the nature of what this film is, some of the best acting I've seen. You really got to keep it together yeah. during a lot of this. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's very difficult. Very, very difficult. Very funny. Very like there's so many straight people in it. Like, like Orly, she has a lot of like she she's the straightest person in the band. Like she doesn't. You mean like the straight man archetype? Yeah, it? yeah. That's what I mean. I'm sorry. Um, you straight man archetype. <laughs> anyway, like she, she's the one that just is supposed to keep her cool. Cause she's like, like the, the one who is like the badass that wears sunglasses in the corner, but there's no mm -hmm. fucking way <laughs> that she just sat there and didn't laugh for, through some of this. Cause oh my oh, God, God. I have many takes of them bursting out laughing and ruining the entire take because someone said something really, really funny. Cause yeah. How do you hold it together? Right. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> okay. So final thoughts for me. I really, really like this movie. I would recommend this to oh, 100%. anybody. I think this movie's amazing. It's super good. Hurry up and distribute uh, this I, I want to show other people exactly. this Exactly. Hurry up. If you're listening to this, distribute this physically so I can buy it and have it in my collection. Because like, this is one yeah. of the few that I'm like, oh, I, I need to watch this again. This is, mm -hmm. this is a great film to show people. This is a great film to revisit. Yeah. Um, it, it, it will turn into a very quick classic. I think this film could have a cult following for sure. Oh, yes. I'd say one of my last criticisms would be some stuff in the end, you're kind of like, all right, let's get to it. Like when they finally get to the band, the big performance, they go through every single one of their songs. And I really felt like they could have done like one song and be like, oh, this isn't working. And then they finally do the song where they all wrote it together and it's a love song. Because mm -hmm. that's kind of what's been building up. Which, that could have been okay, like I have tighter. to say... So there's this there's this scene where they're writing that song together and they're like, hey, wouldn't it be cool if we all solo during the chorus? And I'm like, <laughs> no, that wouldn't be cool. But they fucking did it anyway. And yeah, like yeah, they yeah. he he sings this amazing verse that like is is talking about how much he loves his wife or his girlfriend. And then they go into this crazy <laughs> avant-garde jazz kind of yeah. rocking chorus. And they do that every, because that's the only song that they play in its entirety. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. this song is insane from, from a it's musician really standpoint. I, yeah. Like I said, it's my favorite thing. It's amazing. Um, I also liked how when they they're like about to get signed and they're like you're so good you're so great wow we really loved your music and, and then Jason's like, and like and you're just and you okay were, you know you were doing it you were there <laughs> and they're they're gonna sign everyone but him but of course in the end they all they all get together give up course. on that which is like kind of silly 
I liked uh, it. I it was it was, uh, it was it was cute. I hoped like here's the deal with that. I'm like I hope this is cliche and they all come together at the end because that would be a good feel good moment. It was so me. cliche, yeah. yeah, but it was yeah, it was kind of fun. All right. That's our show. Thank you for listening. I appreciate you, Dan. Do the plug. Yes, you can find us on Twitter at IndieFilmPod. You can find us on Instagram at IndieFilmReviewPod. You can email us at TheIndieFilmReview at gmail.com. We have a Patreon for filmmakers. If you're a filmmaker, please donate $5 to us if you don't want to wait in a six-month line. Um, Regardless of whether you want to wait or not, please submit your films. Um, We have a long list, but we eagerly look forward to the very last one. We, we eagerly look forward to the very last film in our list and all the ones mm. that precede it because we love film. We eat film for breakfast, yes. lunch, and breakfast. Yes. Hey, everybody. Thank you all for listening. I really appreciate it. Why don't you go tell your friends, tell your family. Family. Uh, tell Vin Diesel. Uh, tell everyone you know about the Indie Film Review Podcast and how much it's changed your life, for better or worse. And go check out the necropodicon.com if you'd like to hear some other pretty cool podcasts like ours. Thanks again for listening. Dan, you have the final word. Jared, if you don't want to fuck around, don't get in my guard, okay? Searching for a D&D podcast that tells a twisted and macabre tale, set in a world under siege by cosmic horrors, one that will make you fear for what lurks in the darkness and question your own grasp on reality? To bear witness to a party's struggle against their inner demons as they walk the thin line between hero and villain, while their sanity frays and falls apart at the seams. Keeping good humor and a joke on their lips as all they know and love crumbles away. The chanting of cults, the corruption of mortals, the nightmares of the cosmos and the whispering of dark gods all awaits you in Gunpowder, Treason, No Plots, a 5th edition D&D podcast. Be sure to listen on any of your favorite podcast providers. Part of the Necropodicon Network. Hard to pronounce, easy to listen.